is everybody ready to start? <clears throat> uh-huh. Definitely. I'm not distracted by OBS. Everything's fine. I you don't really need to pay attention to this part anyway. Great. Uh. I never do. <laughs> Great. A lever thrown the portal lid. Our heroes pulled into the rift. Their next stop is unknown. In Quantum Dungeon. Quantum Dungeon. They're here now, gone now, far away from home. In Quantum Dungeon. Quantum Dungeon. Which road leads home they do not know, so they will roll. They roll. Roll those dice. They roll. Crit fail. Twice. Until the road leads home, they will roll, 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 quantum dungeon. Welcome back to Quantum Dungeon, where the rules are real, but the science is made up. I am Harrison Redward, your dungeon master, and here with me always, we have our intrepid players, the guys who please, without PhDs, let's go around the table. Uh, I am Adam Dunn. I am playing Will Smythe. That's Smythe, dear, not Smith. My name is Andrew Forsyth. I'm playing Jeremy Yang, a future PhD pleaser and science boy. My name is Devin Redward. I'm playing the character of Marina Petrovina, and I might have a PhD. You don't know. And I'm Doctor of Love, Zachary Blaylock. Er, Zach Blaylock. And I'm Zachary playing... Blaylock. Whoa, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, who is this formal man? He is, that's my doctor name. Uh, do- <laughs> and I'm playing Patricia Moynihan, and I'm an actor, darling. All right, so let's do a sweet little recap. Last time, you started in a difficult situation with Chanterfield zombies climbing towards Yancey and Smythe on the elevator. After a series of unfortunate events, including uh, stuck legs, poorly done acrobatics checks, and an attempted teammate murder by Patricia, uh, Yancey and Smythe decided to take shelter in an elevator car. Meanwhile, the other survivors were attacked by a massive zombie gorilla. After a few bold attempts to shoot down the catwalks, the gorilla continued to bear down on them all. Finally, a mysterious woman opened the previously locked stairwell door and fired the decisive shot, sending the catwalk completely plummeting to the ground, but separating Jeremy and Marina from Casey and Patricia. Uh, As the three parties went their separate ways, the mysterious woman introduced herself as Faith. And that's where we start now. So, uh, in this threequel of split-upness, I'm going to start uh, with... um, with Marina and Jeremy. So Marina and Jeremy, you went last time you went into the stairwell where the woman pulled a cord that caused a vending machine to drop from above, sealing the stairway entrance, making returning to the catwalks likely very difficult. Uh, and she brought you down to, you know, a little bit away from the doorway and she introduced herself and she said, Hey y'all, uh, sorry about that. Had to get, get y'all out of there. I, I, I thought things were getting a little hairy, you know, with the gorilla and uh, I just figured I would step in and do what I could. Uh, my name's Faith. Maybe I can help you survive out here, yeah? Uh, thank you for saving our life. Yes, thank you very much. But we do have several friends back there, so we'd like to save their lives too. I know that might be a lot to ask, but... You know, uh, I mean, they got a radio or anything? We may be able to get a hold of them. Getting back out there is going to be a, a, bit of, a bit of trouble. Well... Uh, I don't think we have a radio. It's not I th- in my maybe list. Maybe we could find that radio, but we don't have one. <laughs> do you have a radio? Says, well, no, I, I've got a radio. I, I just don't know if any of your friends do. Did Yancey have a radio? Can I roll to see if Yancey had a radio? <laughs> um, 
I guess you did. Uh, you don't. You do a history check for me. It's like a really low roll, but just roll okay. a history check. Okay. Well, I rolled a six. I rolled a five. And a five. Okay. Uh, y- y'all aren't the most perceptive in tracking what people are carrying and wearing and what their outfits look like. That'd probably be more Patricia's wheelhouse. Uh, but you vaguely remember that uh, maybe Casey had one, but likely Yancey didn't. So okay, Casey probably does, since she's like the team leader. Cool. Just, just curious, who would who would she be radioing back to? So if you HQ? remember, yeah, they do work for a group called the Left 4 Dead Alliance for the people that were kind of felt abandoned by the government and developed their own survival group. Um, that's what Casey and Yancey are members of. So they you, they saw you coming and expected you to be newbies from the Left 4 Dead Alliance. So maybe if we could use your radio, we can contact our friends. And she says, well, first off, what what the hell are y'all doing here? She says, she slings her rifle back over her shoulder. Uh, you do see, just as a general appearance of this woman, she's average height, short, sandy blonde hair, green eyes. Uh, she's wearing bulky hunter clothes that have like similar tape wrapped around them for protection like y'all. But you notice that her face is like very thin. And Marina, uh, from coming from like, a nutrition and like vegetation background and science and stuff, you recognize like she likely is looking so kind of gaunt due to malnourishment. Uh, This looks like someone that's probably running low on food. Um, Uh, Yes. You look like much of my kinfolk back in Russia. (laughs) And she says, uh, how, Oh, you're from Russia. When, well, when'd you make it over here? You know, before the virus, I thought they closed the borders. I'm not entirely sure. To be honest, I could be dead. (laughs) I like that answer. I'm not really sure. I might be dead. (laughs) Uh, Faith stares at you and says, uh, you know, I've heard some crazy things in the past year. So I'm just going to say, you know, we have some. We have some food if you want. Yeah, food would be great. I, I ran out a couple months ago. I've been rationing, you know, not, I didn't run 100% out, but I've been barely, you know, getting by on rehydrated mashed potatoes. Well, you, you helped us like a lot because we would probably be dead otherwise. And I have two food if you want one of them. I mean, that'd be mighty kind of you. I don't want to take everything, though. That seems a little bit, you know, everything's in short supply these days. you notice I have two, and I only offered you one, so it's kind of... Well, I appreciate it. I thank you very much, and she takes one of your granola bars. Yep. Does she like it? Is it... I have two two flavors. You can pick between the two flavors, but please only take Oh, I'll take that apple spice one that you got, if you don't mind. I wanted the chocolate one anyway. All right. Okay. Good good working with Uh, you already, Faith. Yeah, you know what? This is very kind of you. And she, uh, so she start, starts walking you down um, her stairwell that she, you now realize she is living in. Um, so this emergency stairwell that she walks you down is massive. The stairs at the point that you're at are mainly metal frame stairs since this is like the maintenance levels. But as you go down a lot of stairs, it's about a 30 floor, like there's about 30 floors in the place, but there's only like doors on the floor that you were on. And once you get to the fifth floor, is where you reach like the first other door, which is also blocked up by a bunch of stuff. Uh, but as you get to the fifth floor, these stairs widen out and they become large concrete stairs. 
and the landings at each floor from the fifth floor down are about the size of a small room. So in each of these landings, she's kind of set up like little stations. One holds like a rack of clothing with all different sets and sizes and has a small table with scissors and a foot-powered sewing machine. One appears to have been like, uh, it has like a rationing calendar and notes about like her food supply, but you see that it's kind of like a grim situation, just like empty shelves. Um, but it does have some large uh, water jugs that are full. Um, then at the second landing, second floor landing, there are a bunch of TV monitors, which is like kind of the most impressive location. Um, and there are cords running through a vent just above the landing. And you can see that there is a live feed of the of some of the security cameras around the store. And there's a bunch of cords running through the vent. And then below that, there is a door that is barred off, but it looks like the only door that you could physically actually open is on the first floor. And she's like, well, welcome to my home. You know, it's not much, you know, I've, but I've lived here for a bit and, uh, you know, done pretty well. I, I was a general manager of the store here and love this place more than anything. And I just, you know, I, I couldn't bring myself to leave. And then once everything hit and everybody raided the store for supplies and the virus spread so fast out there and people turned and I just locked myself up in here and have been, you know, surviving in here ever since. So it's a pretty nice place here. I mean, you're not lacking for square footage. I mean, 30 st- floors of penthouse, uh, you know, stairwell. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, up from the fifth floor, it's basically just like you're hanging off over a dire situation. But yeah, I mean, these these little landings are real nice. Yeah. And, and you have been here how long? Uh, gosh. Year, year and a half? How long has it been? <laughs> I don't even know. Can't really tell time that much. Are there any windows out of the stairwell, or is it just concrete? Zero. Zero windows. Wow. Okay, that's grim. Um, hey, so you you mentioned um, people came and raided the store. I hate to be one of those people, but that is sort of why we're here as well. Do you think there's any stuff left in the store that's valuable? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, so... <laughs> Last thing my good-for-nothing boss did was lock down the security fences over the weapons department when the outbreak was getting real bad. People stormed the store, you know, looking for weapons to defend themselves, but he wasn't going to let them in because, you know, he was not trusting. Well, turns out that dumbass, and she points to a monitor, and you see, like, one zombie walking around in this big weapons-filled area, uh, and he is just, like, a single zombie, like, bumping into stuff on his own. And he's like, the dumbass was bit, and he died in there on his own. Still has a clipboard so now, in his hand. Just you know, still, still just dragging like a clipboard notes. <laughs> just checking and, and you door. zoom in really close <laughs> and you and you enhance and you see that it's like Faith's uh employee survey. <laughs> These shelves need to be restocked. <laughs> Poor. And she's like, he's an asshole. Well, uh, unfortunately, he died in there, and along with him, the power died too. So those gates are power generated and I can't get them open. Do you know where the power controls are? Yeah, yes, but I don't think uh, anyone would really love the answer. Huh. Which is well, that you should. Well, so that. one of the generators, uh, and she pulls out a handwritten, well, a map that she has drawn all over, and uh, it is the Uncle Buck's bar and bowling, yeah. bar and bowling map that she has written notes all over. Um, she's like, this is, uh, from one of my latest scouting expeditions. I obviously can't get too close because, you know, it's just me and I can't handle myself out there. But, uh, this is, uh, Uncle Buck's bar and bowling. 
It's located in the northeast or northwest section of the store. Uh, it's a great little place, fun for family and all ages. Has a live alligator pit, um, currently empty. A little concerning. And uh, if you see that stage up there, there's these creepy-ass animatronic things that the manager demanded and believed everyone would love. Well, they're powered by a generator that's all caged off. It's uh, probably still operational, but that's going to need to get started up. And then uh, the second one that we need, because, you know, of course, you need two sources of power to get the thing running, is located uh, over in the aquarium that they were in the midst of converting to a zoo. It's got like a little river boat that travels through it. It's like a whole fun tour for the kids and family. Northeast section of the store. Uh, I don't have many notes on there. There was uh, something making a lot of noise. I think it was that gorilla that I just shot out of the sky. So um, there's still some animals that they got shipped in before the pandemic hit. So I'm not really comfortable going there by myself. So don't really have many notes about that area. But I know they've got a generator back there for the penguin enclosure. I don't, so, I don't remember if we properly thanked you for that. But again, thank you for killing that gorilla for us because we were terrible at it. Oh, yeah. You know. Unfortunately, those kinds of things are a little bit more resilient. So if you already look on my uh, security camera on the main floor, there's a lot of rubble from that fallen uh, debris, but I don't see no gorilla. Do you? And you do look at the camera feed for the main floor, and there is a pile of like broken and twisted metal, but you had seen the gorilla get speared on a chunk of something, and it is now an empty barren area, which is some shamblers running around. It got Saruman on a fucking spike. Yeah. Saruman on a fucking spike. So, so to be sure we need to get into a boat inside of the store to turn on the power. Well, there's a couple ways to get into the zoo. There's a main door. You can obviously just walk through the zoo. They, they, they added the, uh, the riverboat cruise later. Uh, so there is like a boat launch. That would, you could, I don't know if it's still operational, but you could paddle through, maybe avoid some of the baddies, but there is a, uh, there's definitely one point that's an ascension system that you'll need to like connect to and ride the boat up. And without that, you'll have to walk the whole way, but that does take you, if you're going to walk it, you got to walk past the, the gorilla enclosure. And I don't know if these things are a creature or habit, but it's not a place I've ever wanted to wander by after I've seen what that thing became. You know, in Russia, we have decided to not put animals inside of our store. It has proven to be ineffective. <laughs> it's an ambitious uh, project here. You've got a lot going on in the store. And um, I don't think, I don't know about you, Marina, I don't think we should probably try to tango with that gorilla or any of this bullshit nope. until we make contact with our friends. I, I 100% agree. And she says, oh, shit, right, yeah, let's see if we can call him on the radio. So she starts, uh, she has a radio set up there in this little security station, and she starts, like, panning through channels and going, like, "Uh, hello, hello, Uh, hello, hello. So we're going to pan over to Casey and Patricia. So Casey and Patricia will do a little time back, and the thing collapses as you run back into Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill, uh, where you hear quietly over the barely functional speakers uh beer uh, is it what yeah what is it harrison whiskey for my man beer for my horse there you go you know. a little more and uh casey says <laughs> shit fuck do you think yancey's all right and she's like walking around putting a hand through her hair and just kind of 
scratching our head and she's like, shit, shit, who the fuck was that woman? Where are Jeremy and Marina? Are they dead? Like, how can we, I hope they don't trust that lady. Like, people out here are crazy. Patricia, you, you've you been in the bunker for a while. You don't know. People are dangerous. Yeah, I'm sure Yancey will be fine. He, uh, he's with William, and I trust him? And, and, and as far I'd as... I hope <laughs> you do. And as, and, and as far as Jeremy and Marina, I mean, the the woman saved them. Like, uh, for, for all the craziness that, that uh, mankind has become nowadays, like, I, I, I think we may have found a good one. But yeah, the, but as the far question, as we know, Patricia, they could be. She could be saving them for her next meal. She could be a damn cannibal. We don't know what she has in that stairwell. There could be a butcher shop in that stairwell. Well, well, then, do you suggest we just? I guess we go find them. Yes. Well, yeah, but I don't know how the hell we're gonna get out of this fucking hellhole, Toby Keith's "I Hate My Life" right now. I mean, let's go hang out at the Rotunda Bar and just. Sit back some martinis while we try and find a way to fuck off this goddamn pyramid. Uh, well, f- first of all, are, Casey, are, are you okay? You took a hit back there, did you not? No, I dipped and dodged the hell out of that thing. He didn't get close to me. Oh, then just kidding. You're, you're great. You were yeah, made I'm for this. Good. I'm good. My energy <laughs> spiked, Patricia. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to break down that door and go check on Patricia well, and or uh, Marina and Jeremy and and go wrench those fucking doors open and get Smythe and Yancey out of there. But unfortunately there's no catwalk anymore. Uh, so we're not going anywhere. There is no catwalk anymore. Uh, I, I don't know what happened to that, 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 uh, the catwalk. I, I assume it just plummeted to the ground. Um, the, have you never been to this Bass Pro Shop pyramid before? I've never been to St. Louis before. That's right. You are new here as well. Pardon me. I completely forgot. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do, what do you propose we do? I, I I suppose we can go back down the pyramid and work our way up. But there is a, from from what I remember seeing, there was a massive horde at, 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 of the undead at the bottom. She starts wandering around the Toby Keith a little bit, and she I, says, "Uh, I start frying up some and- chicken fingers." <laughs> okay, you go into the kitchen. No, I'll have some of those. Please, see if you can see if double you- order. Yeah, see if you can find a, the stuff for a Molotov cocktail, Zach. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. I went so well last time. I forgot you. I forgot you. Third time's the charm. <laughs> she wanders around, uh, rubbing her head. And she's like, Yancey knows protocol. Protocol is that he'll seek out a radio first thing to try and get in contact with me. We didn't have enough to go around, but a store like this, there's got to be a security station somewhere. He's got to be able to track down a radio. So that's going to be his number one goal. So I trust that him and Smythe, our number one uh, first option is going to be tracking down a radio. And she says, but uh, we got to figure something out here. We got to figure. And she starts pacing, you know, just looking around, kind of knocking things over, just pushing chairs around and like, well, what, maybe if, you know, if we I, got all these I, napkins I'm going to mimic her too. I'm going to, I'm going to do pacing too. And, and she's I like, see, Patricia, I see, have you ever like, I see her make, try to make a rope, you know, in the movies when they make like, of course, bed I do know in the rope. movies. Yes. You don't think like we could tie <laughs> a bunch of napkins together, like these cloth napkins, and like make a rope? No, that's crazy, right? That's that that is crazy. Uh uh and Patricia, I want to look there has to be so I I've me personally, Zach has never been inside a, a Toby Keats I Love This Bar and Grill. They were making one in like the Savannah Mall, but it never opened after like a year and a half. <laughs> 
<laughs> like got into them. Were like, no, no. They were. They, they. There was like this big paneling. There was like a lot of red, white, and blue, obviously, and there was big Toby Keith's face. I think I remember but, that being. There was. They never opened because that mall was dying, and uh, uh, but just like Toby Keith, just like just like the rest of us. <laughs> um, so I, I never saw the inside. I could imagine there might be some like. Cracker Barrel esque or Longhorn esque, uh, uh, like a just accoutrement on the wall. So can I roll to do an investigation to see if I just see some rope on the wall that was up there for like decoration that belonged to like a cowboy or sure? A there's probably like stuff. some lasso rope, but do an investigation check to see like oh, what's truly feasible. see how do long want... the rope is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said it was investigation. Yeah. Uh, let me see roll what my. I think it's like a plus two. Uh, nope, it's a plus zero. Hot damn. Mm. Okay. Who? Hot hot dog. It's a it's a four. Uh, so so you do spot a rope and you you're like Ugh. situation handled and you run over and you like grab for it and it is fake as shit. <laughs> it is just a plastic mold on the wall that looks like rope, but it is just a shitty fake replica. But as you are trying to free this fake replica from the wall casey's radio cracks to life and it's like and it's like hello hello come in and she says oh hello hello who is it on this channel uh jeremy and marina you hear this come through on your side casey is that you and jeremy 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 you have a radio are you okay? Are you okay? Was that woman a cannibal? Did she try and murder you? Well, she hasn't tried to murder us yet. Marina can, you can hear explain. And Faith on the other end goes, uh, excuse me, uh, cannibal, ma'am, please? I, I don't know you. She's stressed, I say. She, she's just stressed. <laughs> In desperate times call for desperate Faith measures. Goes, I understand. There's a lot going on. Honestly, if you were a cannibal, I wouldn't hold it against you at this point. It's fine. Casey Happens. says, all right, all right, okay. Well, lady that shot down... In maybe killed that gorilla. I don't know. Shot down the catwalk. Hello. Do you, does she? What's your name? And the woman says Faith. I'm just having to play. Yeah, with yep. Yes. They, they, <laughs> share yes name, they all share names. Uh, Everybody shares names and information. You guys Casey, share information about where Casey, you are. And she Faith. says. And she says, "All right, I'm. Well, ma'am, I'm uh, Casey with the LFDA, Left for Dead Alliance. We're here looking for supplies. Uh, we're on a mission to secure Cure, and it's." Rumored to be here in St. Louis. So, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, due to that situation, we are now trapped in this hellhole that I called the place of Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill. And um, we are looking for a way to reconnect with all of our team. So if, as a person that lives in this store... Well, we're we're looking for a way to reconnect with most of our team. There are certain members of our team we don't actually need to reconnect with. We don't, for instance, need to see Slade again. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Slade is on his way to Wisconsin. Yeah, We're good. not going to run into him. Good, 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 good. Just wanted to double check with that. Patricia uh, is so behind the bar making a martini for the both of them, by the Patricia way. Patricia is uh, preparing some medical rations for us. Yeah. Um, great job, Patricia. Um, yeah. So I guess Jeremy and, but Jeremy and Marina, you two are good, right? You two are good? Yeah, so, like, we can get... Well, so Faith told us about this... Um, bowling alley that has like two generators in it and an aquarium and but that has zombies yeah and alligators 
presumably all- what alligator the fuck zombies. What kind of store did we go to? I don't know. It's a total clusterfuck, but it's on the first mm-hmm. floor, so we can basically get out on the on the first floor at the bottom through the, the stairwell. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, we want to meet you down there, and obviously, you know multi-team this but uh faith is there any way for us to get down there besides trying to break through the front door it looked kind of fortified i turned to, i cover i cover the the radio and i turn to faith and i say see she's trusting you and i, I and uncover says, the radio i mean i don't know why she wouldn't uh oh saying. yeah so hi miss casey um yeah so you're up in toby keys yeah it's a great place you know that's where all the employees would go up to you know take a load off and uh, but if you you guys want to get out of there without having to go through the front door, you're gonna have to go through the maintenance hatch. And uh, unfortunately, with the uh, solar batteries being on the fritz as they are, it's gonna take a little bit of doing. Uh, the maintenance hatch is a powered thing. You got to put in the pin. It's zero 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 zero, uh, very secure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> your boss set that the one in the armory. Yeah, he's kind of a dumbass. <laughs> Uh, but unfortunately, to get through that, you're going to have to, uh, the solar panels have kind of been on the fritz, but, you know, when you kind of point them in the right direction, they're up on the top of the pyramid, you kind of can adjust them from the base, and if you adjust them, like, to directly the sunlight, they should get enough power to get that thing running. Uh, my only warning for you, though, is make sure, you know, you got someone covering you while you're out there, because you run into those, uh, like, zombified vultures, right? Of course. <laughs> And, 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 and Patricia perks up. It's like, uh huh. Like, zombified Casey, vultures, huh? Casey says, zombified vultures? I've run into wolves. That's about it. And she's like, and Faith goes, oh, well, these guys uh, will spin you for, they're a mess. They, they, they vomit up this uh, acidic bile. So watch out for that. That's gross. And uh, they're big and gross and they want to peck your eyes out. But don't worry, they can't infect you, you know, because animals with the virus can't infect humans unless they're uh, primates, if I read that, if I remember correctly. Yes, and uh, humans so. definitely are not primates. Yeah, Wait. right. What? 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 No, we're no. humans. <laughs> humans can infect. So, wait, so we had nothing to worry about from that gorilla, except for that it's a primate, and so it actually could infect us or just kill us. Yeah, there's two versions of the virus. There's the uh, one that affects primates, and there's the one that affects, like, the rest of the animal kingdom. Uh, so, you know, we can't get it from, like, if a dog bites you and it has the virus, you're not going to get it. So I won't but get the virus, they, I'll just be have been bitten by a dog. Yeah, I mean, the um, animals that, you know, like, those vultures, they're just going to try and kill you. They're not trying to infect you. They're just trying to kill you and eat your body. Well, it could oh. be worse then. You know. So I guess that's your, like, first point of action if you want to get down here so once you get in that maintenance shaft it should drop you out uh uh if you look at the map for um uh uncle bucks uh there is a the maintenance shaft will drop you out in the kitchen i've never been able to get in there it's all it seems like it's blocked from the inside but that should drop you in the kitchen Uh, so so we need to go to the kitchen yes that's what i'm hearing well first you're gonna have to go to the roof and get the solar panels realigned to get the batteries functional um, and after th- after that, you can make your way down. Now, now a- is the access point near the extremely large guitar over on the side of the wall, or is it by the the slogan that says, uh, we'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way? No, actually, you're going to have to go into the kitchen and pull out the uh, classic Margaritaville margarita machine. You'll have to pull that out of the way. That's copyright that, infringement. Toby Keith well, that's Jimmy Buffett. Some, you can't, Toby Keith yeah. actually can't say... 
Margaritaville. Margarita. Oh, but actually, <laughs> Margarita oh, sorry. Town. Margarita Town. Yeah, the Margarita <laughs> the Town. Margarita machine. You're gonna have to pull the Margarita team, Town machine out, and uh, under there is an access hatch. It's got a little pin code that you put in the top. Again, it's zero zero. You want to write this down? Zero zero. Uh, and uh, once you get the solar panels operational, you should get a green light on that, and you should be able to pop it open. Excellent. Well, well, that sounds super straightforward. I look at cases like, seems like we have a plan. And she says, uh, do you, and Faith says, oh, before I let you go, you had some other friends? Where'd they end up? Well, wait, Faith asked that? Or Casey asked Yeah. That? Sorry. Well, Faith is asking, I, I know you had a couple other friends. Where'd they end up? You said uh, that you were trying to get reconnected no with idea. everybody. We, we are with you. We, how could we know where other friends Well, are? we had one friend and then one guy... They're in the ele- yeah, and they're in the elevator. Which one's a guy and which one's a friend? <laughs> Will's our friend <laughs> from the lab. Yancey's there too. He was of questionable help during the encounter. We also yeah, hit no him with a deal. yeah. We also hit him with a bottle. He could be dead. I really yes. on accident. Yes. I'm just saying we if we have to choose, <laughs> okay, okay. who so and so hit so and so with a bottle or whatever. Okay, whatever. It's all water under the bridge at this point. But um, I'm just saying if we have to choose, we should choose Will. Okay. Not exactly the question I was looking for. But right. They're in the elevator, nonetheless. If they're in the elevator, then they should be able to uh, make their way. I'm just uh, saying if you, have to make a, if you have to make a game time decision, you know, just it's sure. good to work that yeah, out in I advance. Mean, I hope I don't have to make the decision of life or death over your friends. We but, all um, well, I did specify that only one of them was really our friend. So I mean, I just tried to. I'm trying to clarify it for you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. So we're gonna cut over actually to Will Smythe and Yancey. So Yancey's pacing in the elevator. And he's like, "All right, all right, all right. Okay, there's a way out of this. You know, Smythe, Smythe. There's a way out of this. And at this point, you know, the zombies have started like." falling off of the central tower because the chanters no longer have eyesight of you guys. So they calm down. The chanters stop doing their chanting as long as they don't have eyesight. So the zombies are just, some of them are just like falling straight off of this thing and just collapse, like smashing onto the ground. Um, so while he's doing this pacing in the elevator, you hear like, as these things are like splatting on the ground. Uh, and he says, all right, Smythe, there's a way out of this. I, I've been working on, I was a mechanic, and I worked on escalators back in North Carolina. So I know there's a way around. So you know, there escalators, is a, there, everybody knows. Escalators, escalators elevators, and elevators are famously hey, really pretty They're much basically the same. the same spelling, basically the same thing. You're with me. You're a science man. You told me that you did some kind of science back in the day. So you, let, me, let me fucking tell you. We got this. Uh, if we just look around, there, there should be some uh, a manual crank. You know, back in back when we were working on the escalators and we had to get the shoes out of them because people lost their fucking shoes in them all the time, we would manually crank it out. You know, it took a lot of force, but we could do it. So uh, why don't we look around? Look around for a crank. Uh, so why don't you do an investigation okay. check? Smite. So I'm also assuming that Yancey is relatively unharmed, or is at least coherent. He's got a large goose egg on his head from where the uh, the bottle hit him. But he is, you know, he's he's with it. I didn't know they were he's geese not, here. He's not <laughs> dead. Zombie geese. That'll peck right. your fucking eyes out. <laughs> Oh, well, I got a 19. My investigation is plus zero, so I got a 19. Yancey got a 10, so Yancey is just, like, patting the glass, like, looking for a 
like hidden wall, which is obviously stupid. Maybe a little bit of like mental pain from, you know, getting hit by the glass. But he uh he bit he's bumped the glass and but you are like looking around on the floor and you like are knocking and you find a part that goes tunk 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 uh and you pop it open and there is a manual crank and it says twist left for descending. All right. Can I start is there like a is it locked or anything? Do I have to like Nope, you can start cranking. All right, let's start cranking. That's all right, Yancey. Let's get to cranking. So he says, Oh shit, you found it. And you start cranking and the uh the the elevator groans and shudders to life as it slowly descends down this long elevator uh tube. That seems like the wrong word. Shaft. Um elevator shaft. There we go. Yep. Excuse me. You shaft like you a type tube. It's and like suddenly a- you hit the ground floor. And as you hit the ground floor, a bunch of zomb- zombies start bumping into the glass door, and they're like, Ugh, because they're reacting to the movement, clawing at the glass with their bony fingers that are devoid of flesh that just scrape against the smooth glass, like, as they scratch at it. Um, and But you realize that the crank lets you continue to crank. And Yancey's like, man, we can't fucking get out of the elevator here. What the hell are we going to do? But you you do notice this. He's not paying attention to your cranking. That you could continue cranking if you wanted to. Just keep cranking uh, it. Let's keep crank cranking it. <coughs> cranking it in an this elevator? Will go, this will go to a basement. Uh, let me do a, an odd even. Odd, I keep cranking, and even, I stop cranking. All right, let's keep cranking. I rolled another nineteen, so I like I like this one. Which dice do you have? Uh, I think close. it's a Pathfinder one. That Zach left here. Oh God! Yeah, hey, that's mine. It's uh, working now. Spin down. Uh, so you continue to crank, and suddenly, like with a shunk, like it, some floor below you opens up, and you and Yancey continue down into the like bellows of this store as above you and like the light fades away as you enter this dark dark basement and then with a shunk the maintenance floor recloses above you sealing you guys down in this uh area so um the sound of snarling zombies above you becomes quite muted and yancey peers through the plate glass into the darkness and he says fuck i can't see shit he's like it seems really quiet though you think we're uh, safe to open this thing up uh, can I keep cranking until it stops? You have, it's locked in position. You can't go any further. Okay. Um, can I do an investigation check to see if I see anything out of the, the window? Yeah. It'd All be right. perception. We'll do perception. Perception. Okay. I got a 12 plus, I think my perception is four. I got a 16. 16. Okay. So you see that you are on a risen cement platform uh, from where you are. It looks like kind of like a landing for the elevator. From there, you can see like the stairs descending, but it's very dark. So it's hard to like, there's some like faint light coming through cracks in the ceiling, but it's very hard to tell like exactly what happens Um, to your left in like back of the elevator. Like if you look at the back of the elevator, you see like a slight hue of glowing blue in the like, the northeast corner of this bit like area you've entered. And then to the Northwest area, you see like, like light filtering through like in the distance Um, to your everywhere else is darkness in front of you. 
but you don't hear anything. You hear like it's silent. You, does it like no moaning, do, no scraping, nothing? Does it seem cavernous, or is it like a? Uh, like I mean, a it seems or... like a basement. You know, like you're in a basement. Okay. You can see like outlines of like you know, like it looks like you're in like a stone cement basement, and you can see like outlines of where like hallways turn and divert in this basement, and there's doorways, but like it's very like grayscale you know you're making out like just shapes in the darkness but i don't hear anything going on so and yancy's like hey man i'm i don't see anything out there it it seems pretty clear you want to grab that crowbar and crank this door open yeah i wanted to i want but i'm thinking if i want to ready my pistol just you know just ready it like at the hip he says uh how about, uh, hey, how about you crank the door open and I'll cover you? And he pulls out his gun. He's got a double barrel shotgun. Okay, well, I'm also going to have my gun ready. <laughs> I'll be ready okay, to grab so you, my gun then. You, I'm not going to make you roll for it because you've opened the door before. So you crank the door open and uh, step out onto the cement platform. Nothing appears. You are, you know, like I said, it's very dark, so very difficult to see. Uh, but Yancey pulls out a small flashlight and clicks it on and wait he had a flashlight this whole fucking time he's like god it's so damn dark in here well you were yeah but the thing is is, (laughs) you turn a flashlight on on and the glass it's gonna fair but when you're on the elevator it was like black plate glass so it's really hard to see yeah yeah it would have reflected right into his eyes would have reflected right into his eyes so he clicks his pen light on he's like oh well i could use this click (laughs) he got hit by a fucking Bacardi bottle in the head last time. I'm not even in the elevator. I'm not even. I'm fucking still, damn it. I'm in the stairwell. Gonna, we're going to say that Yancey's got a little bit of a concussion and forgot he had a flashlight. <laughs> so he he clicks on this flashlight and he says, oh, fuck. This ain't going to be fun. I got to fix my pants. And you look down <laughs> and right the, you're on about a probably like, it looks like based on the stairs you can see, you're probably about three feet up risen cement platform. And there is water just at the lip of the cement platform. This entire basement is flooded with three feet deep water. And it's like black, like dark, murky water that is like filled with like sludge and goo. And so now with his with his flashlight, he turn he like looks around on the platform and he does find taped on the wall, you know, like or mounted on the wall in a laminated case is a map of this basement. And he pops it off the wall and he says, well, this could, this could come in handy. And if you want to check your maps, there is a map called Sub-Basement. I'm looking at Andrew. Cough, cough. Um, there you are. Sub-Basement. And that will give you an idea of kind of what's going on. This is what's written on the map. He just has like a plain, clean map. And he says, uh, all right, looks like this is where we are. We're down in the Sub-Basement. And from the name of on some of All these right. things, I don't love that. That it's full Me of water. neither. Lake uh, Tank B. Lake <laughs> Tank B. Alligator Habitat. I don't appreciate that. Yancey's a great Aquarium reader. Aquarium Minestrone. <laughs> maintenance. Aquarium oh. Maintenance. Got it. He says, uh, oh shit. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> he like suddenly is like, on the point, he's like, first point of action when you get separated in, in my training, first step that you should do, uh, 
reconnect with the other members of your team. We got to get ourselves a radio. So uh, yes. where do you think on this map would get us to a radio? I'm feeling Alligator like maintenance. Habitat. maintenance break room will probably have something. Let's or yeah, I'd agree with that. I think maintenance crate room is a great place. To maybe start in the out. gift shop. Maybe in the gift shop they have something. Yeah, maybe but it looks like that's mugs. just a storage. We room. could do a, like a little. Maybe able like, to get some can. supplies or something from there. Could get a mug. telephone. Yeah, could uh, get a, a little mug. Could get something nice. A little camouflage mug. We could bring it back. Uh no. All right. I think that maintenance m- maintenance break room will probably be our our first best bet. He says maintenance break room looks like a looks like a good option to me. And he says, but uh, guess what? I'm not looking forward to whatever the fuck is in this water and slipping around um, through this hellscape. Can we go around the back side of the elevator? Is it like a railing that we're surrounded by? Or yeah, it's like a cement platform, so you can walk around like okay. the whole side of it. So you see the maintenance break room. It's right like you could just yeah. We but I mean, it is flooded. It. But it also everything is flooded. The doors closed. I'm assuming the door is shut. Yes. The way it's shut. The way it's shut. Um, is there... Okay. Uh, can I, I have some junk. Give me can I a, throw some junk in the water to see if it stirs anything's attention? Sure. All right, I'm going to lose a junk for that. So I don't have four junk. Now give me a perception check with advantage as you throw this like chunk of junk into the water. All right, so my first one was a four plus. Four is eight. I think one was an eight plus four is twelve. Twelve. Um, I'll say you throw the thing in the water, and a f- couple of seconds go. You know, minute or like a minute goes by, and there's like the ripples are fading, but you do see it. Maybe it's just a twinkle, twinkle of the light. Maybe it's something, but you think you see like for a second something bobs up and then bobs down, like like maybe like a essence of a tail filtering down into the water. The essence of a tail. But you're not sure. You can't be sure if you saw anything. He's like, you just tossing shit into the water, making splashes. That's fun. <laughs> Yancey's like delirious. All right. So, Smythe, <coughs> you are looking over the edge of this railing. The maintenance door is just, you know, six feet away from you. Um, Yancey kind of bumps against the shaft of the elevator and slides down. He says, Smythe, I'm... Oh boy, I'm feeling a little bit out of it. Um, you know? I think. Uh, what would be more beneficial if I healed him or let him regenerate himself? This is uh, a family show. We will not have any self regeneration here. It'd be more beneficial for him to take a short rest, okay. and which will be about thirty to forty-five minutes of him just kind of like relaxing and <laughs> taking a breather. All right. Well, don't but fall asleep. He potentially hey, has a concussion. Hey, Yancey, don't fall asleep. He yeah, won't right. Sleep. <laughs> Please don't fall hey, asleep. Hey, man, I'm not. I'm not falling asleep. I, no, I know. I'm, I'm probably got beamed into a concussion by Miss Patricia Moynihan. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to fall asleep. Beamed. But I do need to just take no, a breather and recover a little Jim bit of my, uh, my my stamina. But you think all you got to do is get over to that maintenance break room, man? I, I, I can cover you okay. from here. I trust that you can do that, and then you hang out here. Here I go. So, Smythe, as you poise yourself ready to leap into this dark, murky water, let's jump back over to uh, Jeremy and Marina. You two are with Faith after having that conversation, and Faith says, well, uh, 
So if you if you look at my maps, um, and she like pans through a bunch of papers, and she says, "So that's going to bring them out in the kitchen, and if if we want to be there to meet them, we should probably get a boogie on, and that means we got to traverse through the store. I don't know if y'all have uh, seen from above, but the store is not the uh, finest place to be. Unfortunately, I didn't send you guys like a direct map of the store." of overall but i can send that to you right now that was the bowling yeah. alley what that's how, just the, so we have hold. to get to the bowling alley yeah her door doesn't open up directly at the bowling alley but you don't need to know a specific layout of this area you're just going to do some uh general roles but i have a map that i'm going to send you in a second okay that's fine so yeah we've been hanging out in the stairwell maybe getting to know each other a little bit what do you think Devin? Yeah, you know, Faith has told you a little bit about herself, and she's asked about you, but she's like, "How's it? Go? You know, where are y'all from?" I mean, well, I, I, I do have one question. You, you have survived in this store now for a year and a half because you have not traveled through the store. No, I've traveled through the store a bunch of times, but okay. you know, unfortunately, it's uh, not for the faint of heart. Well, and if you think it is safe, that I recognize I am not quite good enough of a shot to take down, you know, thirty to forty zombies on my own. Oh, oh, great! I'm an old woman. I, I'm absolutely a better shot. Yep. Well, you know, I, I'd hope so. I've never used a gun before, so fantastic. I mean, earlier, I did when I tried to shoot the catwalks out, and it didn't work. So, so she pulls up a general layout of the store, and she says, "So this is kind of what we're working with." Uh, so our thing pops us out. When, I, when we drop out of this stairwell, we're going to drop out down here in the southern point where you see, like, this fountain. So she points to, like, the southern part of the store. You see that up in the upper upper northeast part of the store, there is an aquarium. And on the second floor is men's apparel and footwear and clothing and stuff like that. And then the northwest of the store is Uncle Buck's uh, bar and bowling. So... She says, we're going to end up in the southern half of the store from where the stairwell pops us out. And unfortunately, we're going to have to, uh, you know, make our way through the store a little bit. Don't worry. If we're quiet and stealthy, that should uh, get us on our way. It shouldn't be a problem. You know, I'm sure y'all have been through some, you know, y- y'all have been living in this pandemic just as long as I have. Right. Mm. So we shouldn't have any trouble. Timely. Uh, I do see this. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of Netflix. So she she put she gave you that little map. Um, I put it in the chat for those in the game. Um, she she says, hands out got, brochures to the. She hands out brochures the, yeah. She's like, to the pyramid. Uh, one of the brochures comes says. Um, let me see what my notes say. One of the brochures says, "Come see Obo, the friendly gorilla, friendliest gorilla that you can find." And then oh, we says, should find that gorilla. We found the really mean gorilla earlier. <laughs> also on that same brochure, it says. Uh, this week we received we finally received our tigers for the tiger exhibit. Come see in the zoo around the world. Okay, don't go to the zoo. We're not going to the zoo, Marina. Uh what what do, what do you think here? What do you think we should do? I mean, if we have to travel to this bowling alley, I'm not even sure what that is. I mean, I, think it, we I would have like to it, because it's got like it's got the generators in it. I don't know why they built it this way, but we have two generators in the bowling alley and none mm-hmm. in the rest of the first floor. And and also and solar says, panels on no, the roof. Actually, sorry, correction. Hate to interrupt. Uh, there's one generator in the bowling alley. One's in the aquarium in the penguin exhibit. If if you remember, 
Right. Oh, even better. Okay. So, and those are how far away from each other? Uh, not far from each other, but I, I don't have the... I've only been able to map out Uncle Bucks in my time. I, I'm too scared to go to the zoo. Oh, I see. The aquarium is right next to the fucking bowling alley. All right, Marina, what do you think? We just kind of s- sneak our way in there. Maybe there's something we could do, like cover ourselves with camo. Is there any camo what? stuff? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of camel stuff. But like I said, your friends up there in uh, Toby Keys, they're going to pop out in the kitchen of um, Uncle Buck's. So mm-hmm. our best option. And then uh, while she's talking to you, she gets distracted by the security monitors. And she's like, oh, son of a bitch. It looks like your other friends found, their, uh, found the manual crank in the elevator. And while you guys watch on the CCTV feed, you see that uh, Smythe and um, Yancey uh descend down and then the floor opens up and they descend underneath and she says oh fuck they've gone to the sub basement they got a radio can I, any way i can contact them they gotta watch out there's some fucking alligators down there don't worry I, those guys know what exactly what they're doing they're totally with it <laughs> all right well i'm, I'm sure they're you know, fine they, down there those guys are survivors i will they, say there is a ladder down there in the sub basement that comes up into the same kitchen it uses the same maintenance shaft. So if they can make their way to that maintenance shaft, then they can get their way up too. They have an expendable person with them. It's I'm, I have good confidence in them. Oh, is that friend of your Smythe? Is that the expendable one? <laughs> no, no, no. Just to be clear. No, no. Yancey's not Yancey expendable is, to me. Is, I mean, Yancey may be dead. We're already. We're not really quite sure. Wait, we can see them on the monitors? Yeah, you, see, you can't see them specifically. You just see the elevator descending. And you oh. see it go into the sub-basement. Oh, it just goes in. Yep. Goes into the shaft, huh? I mean, if we could make it... P- also, as we are traveling to the store through the gift shop, I, I would like to pick up something for my grandson. He is a, a very young boy, and I would like to bring him back a cool uh, gift. You know, I'm the gift shop... I'm seeing the gift shop in the middle of the floor... Sure. I mean, so how we can we not need to walk past it? there? What the fuck are you talking about, though, getting a goddamn gift? Give your grandson a stick. He should be enjoying that. Good God. There's fucking zombies out there. He's lucky to be alive. A stick? That is a joke about how poor we are in Russia? That well, is I'm not making offensive. any jokes, ma'am, Mar- Marina. Uh, you know, we have boat marinas. That's pretty All right. funny. If we, uh, if we creep, though, so we got we to gotta switch on the generator in the aquarium, right? Where the penguins are. And then we're going to meet in the kitchen in the, in the Uncle Bucks because everybody's going to meet in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, another so here's, generator. Our, here's our potential movements of action. We could all meet up in Uncle Bucks and turn on – well, we could get the generator turned on at Uncle Bucks. I'll meet up there and – then we have the opportunity to go as a team to get to the aquarium because I don't know what the fuck's waiting for us there. Do you know how many animals they brought in to make that aquarium slash zoo functional? Hopefully, and water we, animals that won't we, we won't be interacting with. Oh, but they were converting it to a zoo, man. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There's tigers out there somewhere. I mean, and if they've gotten they just... infected with the virus, then I don't know what the fuck they're going to look like. You saw that gorilla. You know, when we were deciding to come here, we had the option of uh, traveling to a police station. I'm sure there will be no tigers or alligators or gorillas at this police station. Yeah. 
I'm starting to feel like we chose wrong as well, Marina, but there's nothing for it now. Just throwing it I'm out I'm telling there. you, you're ex- there's a treasure trove waiting for you when you get into that weapons room, but unfortunately, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. We got to do some sneaking, I think, here. I think there's nothing else for it, right? Let's just try I to say, be super, super quiet and just hopefully we don't have to fuck with any of these things and, and, should, and maybe we sneak directly to, to Uncle Buck's or, yeah. or should we go the other way? What, what do you think? I, I mean... My recommendation is we meet up in Uncle Buck's and get your friends. Well, that's but it's going to be a bit of doing to get there. Well, it's, it's a democracy, so that's faith. We uh, we know what you're thinking, Marina. Yeah, that's my vote, Marina. We don't I'm have ready. to. Go, we don't have to go through the gift shop, right? We could we could go through the marina <laughs> around to the left and just kind of creep creep straight to Uncle Buck's. I mean, going through the marina does sound a little serendipitous. Yeah, I think it's a sign. All right, we're decided. So uh, is, do, is there any, like, grease or anything I could cover maybe under my eyes with a little bit so the zombies can't see me? <laughs> yeah, she has all of that in her area where she had, like, the full clothing racks as well. It's just zombie oh, yeah. goo. And put, you're put putting it on, yep, zombie, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I made that from zombies. Like, oh, gross. I'm spreading it on my face. And then putting on, I put on a bunch of camo. We find some camo maybe for Marina as well. Try some different pieces. A windbreaker maybe that is also a good source of warmth. But is camo so on the So the way outside? that y'all traveling to Uncle Buck's is going to work is you're going to roll a survival check. You're going to pick one person to roll a survival check. I will tell you that because of her, she is eating that food, but she is still like a little bit weak from malnourishment. Uh, Faith will have disadvantage. She has a great bonus to survival, but she will have disadvantage on the check. But I feel like so, we're, we're going to have advantage because we're all wearing camo. Um, give me I, uh, that, that oh, makes a lot of sense to do. me. That would make a lot of sense. But to me. I need to make you do something to achieve that advantage. So I'm going to say a DC 13 uh, performance check to see how well you decorate yourself in camo. What is performance? Charisma. Um, I rolled a 17. All right. So Marina will have advantage on the survival check. And then what is survival? Well, let's see what Jeremy gets to. I rolled a 20. Damn. Jeremy rolled a 20. So Jeremy, you will also have advantage. So either of you can do survival. I believe it's a wisdom check. I have everything in my camo kit. I have like a duck whistle. I have a fucking like fire starter thing. Not net twenty. I have I have big old camo boots on. I've got gators on. I've got ev- I got everything. I'm looking great. I'm looking ready. Faith for is like trip. maybe a little bit of overkill. I don't know. You <laughs> need to be prepared when you're out in the wilderness, Faith. Yeah, but man, this ain't the wilderness. These are just dead people. All right, survival check time. Or who's gonna re- who's who's got the best survival? I've I have got, a plus I've three. Got plus Plus two to survival, so you should do it. You've got advantage, too. So uh, She's a survivor, Marina. Marina's a survivor. You Marina got is a survivor. Um, wisdom? Your wisdom, add your wisdom. Uh, 17 plus three is 20, not nat, but I did roll 20. Okay, so you will only have to roll one time on the encounter table for this movement. So why don't you just roll a d20 and tell me the number, and uh, we'll probably pop over to a different group. After that, uh, eight. Okay, so you gather by the door, and she like lightly opens it and checks out, and she says, "All right, it's looking looking pretty clear." She says, 
Let's make our way out. And as you guys slip through the door, we're going to switch back over to Casey and Patricia. So Casey <laughs> and Patricia, you are still in Toby Keys, and it is just finishing the 15th time that it's played through. Whiskey for my man and beer for my horse. And she's like, what? <laughs> this is what they attach their solar batteries to? It's the audio system? Like, what are these people thinking? No wonder no one fucking survived in this store. I, I think it's starting to grow on Patricia. Like, she's kind of, like, silently. Swing around. Just, like. like <laughs> Casey's <laughs> holding, like, her third martini. And she's like, in another thing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, so, the Left 4 Dead Alliance sends us out here. Four of us. Thank God they sent out another team. Like, what the fuck are they thinking? And she tosses a martini glass, shattering it in the distance. And, and I said, says, yes, what are they thinking? And I toss a glass against the wall, too. Yeah, you tell them. You know these people. They're fucking bureaucrats out there trying to tell us what to do. We're out here on the floor. They don't know what it's like to survive out here. <laughs> They're just trying to take our freedoms. No, disregard. Uh, <laughs> get that out of here. Um, to, uh, Casey, I, I, I believe at this point we, we need to start making our way to, that, to, this, to those solar panels. Um, yeah. Where, where did she say they were placed again? Uh, aside well, from on the roof, I, I can understand that much. So I think we saw him on the way up. Um, from what I understand, you know, from the quick glimpse I got from him, I did notice that while we were running up those stairs to get to the top up here, um, that there were these, like, sections you could walk underneath, and it looked like there were some kind of, like, control panel. So I'm suspecting that's what she's talking about. Uh, I think we should finally make our way up there, then. All right. And uh, she takes one more sip of your final, and she's like, damn, Patricia, you make a mean martini. Thank you. I actually learned from one Tom Cruise, who was the star of the movie Cocktail. Oh, I really would have would have thought you had said, like, Pierce Brosnan, but, you know, a good one. Uh, well, you know, I wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> always, the Bond, always the Bond fan, never the Bond girl. Uh, well, um, you would have been a great Bond girl, I just gotta say. You and you know you would have killed it. I, yeah, I, I could have much. I could have done much better as what was her name? Christmas Jones was that who Denise Richards played? <laughs> Doctor Jones. Christmas Jones. Christmas Jones. Hey, yeah. I Doctor just say, Jones. I, thought, I just want to be proud of Zach for fucking nailing that one. Zach, <laughs> I always thought you were a little bit more of an octopusy. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you, Jeremy. No. Um, um, he comes through the radio. Oh, he's not. Your- <laughs> I thought you were more of an octopus. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. Um, sorry. I. Wh- where are we heading? I com- so I'm she's like, "All right. Well, we know the way we came in, so we'll just go- climb up the ladder again and uh, make our way out to the roof, I guess." All right. Um, well, she said we we need to be uh, watching out for those. Uh, uh, zombie vultures. vultures, right? Yeah. Uh, Casey, I, I, I don't hate to admit this, but I believe you are to be the better shot than I am. She How, uh, cocks uh, a rifle and loads a bullet, and she's like, "Patricia, I'd probably say the same." <laughs> so yeah, she, uh, she slings it over her shoulder, and she says, "All right, so I'm going to cover you, and you're going to m- mess with these things. I, I'll, I'll do the adjustments." Um, can I do one more investigation check on the room to see if there are any just bullets on the wall <laughs> to see, uh, yeah. you know, again, it's yeah, decoration. No, do one more investigation check. <laughs> um, you know, we, maybe we didn't get it fully that first time. Um, I, God, if, if this system just screws me over one more time. No, you got uh, this. I understand. Okay. 
It heard you. I'm in it. I'm in it. All right. I win it. It's a 10. Yeah. Split the difference. I'll say you do find like a, a framed picture of a fake pistol that says Billy the Kid's true pistol. But when you do investigate it more intensely, you do find that uh, the one bullet that's included with it is real. Cool. I guess I I just smash it on the ground and I take that one bullet. Yeah, you just, get one more bullet. <laughs> I just put it in my purse, I guess. Um, and I say, would you describe the pistol as junk? Mm. I would say it's too weak to be junk. It is truly plastic, and it would not oh, okay. withstand yeah. a zombie's attack. Yeah, I'm not Billy the Kid there, was so. able to take over the West with plastic that wasn't invented for another <laughs> seventy years. <laughs> He was way ahead of the game, actually, on plastics. He was one of the first investors also, in plastics. Is this he actually 3D printed that gun? Has this bullet Real. sitting out here in a display case? Yeah. Well. Yep. Anywhere uh, else but Toby Keith's. You know? The safety, yeah. the safety protocols at Toby Keith's are just not I've, up to code. Again, have you seen the inside of a uh, uh, of a Cracker Barrel where there's just like, like uh, little shit like, everywhere, like, just like hooks and like old rusted farm equipment that's just like kind of stapled to the wall. Maybe like <laughs> a buoy like uncovered or... while they were building the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. All right. Like, yeah, so, just, just put it on the uh, wall. Patricia Casey leads the way. She climbs up to the roof. You guys come up to this uh, pyramid rooftop. You're you know about at this point 340 feet in the air, so you're quite high up. You get a big vantage point. Um, and she's looking around. She's like, I don't, skies look clear, Patricia. Why don't you make your way down? And I'm just going to post up up here, but, uh, holler if anything happens, you know, if, if you're in trouble. Um, so uh, as we're making our way up, I, I tell her of, uh, <laughs> the first time that, uh, uh of my tele- televised appearance, uh, I was, I actually played a little zombie girl back in 1970 uh, on the series, Dark Shadows. And, oh, uh, that's a great I'm, series. Yes, I, I'm just and I'm just continuing to go on. I was like, yes, I was playing opposite this little girl named Sarah. She was a ghost. Her father, the Barnabas hey, College, Patricia, was the one that Patricia, raised me. We're trying and to, we're while trying we to were catch there, up I, to people. We became so, uh, just quite the pair. And <laughs> she says, uh, "Hey, you know, we're trying to catch up to people." She's so. calming herself down by becoming <laughs> older. All and she says, "I get it if you're nervous, but you know, we gotta we gotta get this together. So why don't you head down to the solar panel controls and." Uh, I'll manage things up here. And she pulls her rifle off her shoulder and just like starts scanning the area. Scoping so, over angry birds. Yeah. Nice. All right. Sponsored <laughs> by Angry Birds. A good Angry Birds reference. Uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, so I guess like, am I rolling? Like what? Like what? Uh, So right now you, so you make your way down the stone stairs that you guys originally came down. Yeah. And you do see that there is like about 20 steps down you find like a small like maintenance area that like you're able to easily walk below the solar panels and at the base of each like so there's four main solar panels they're all spaced about 20 feet apart. You'll have to move between them. And you notice that at the bottom of each there's like a small remote control and it says like Right now, it's flashing like red, and it says not optimal sunlight. Like, no, not registered to optimal sunlight on sure. it right now. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's what you find when you approach it. But uh, you find that, like, there's joysticks that you could move it into, like, position. Okay. I'm trying to think of a former role that may have helped me with uh, either, I don't know, robotics or 
where when the you, sun is, I Robocop? guess. Robocop? When you played a <laughs> uh, the Weren't you murder in that? victim's wife in iRobot, <laughs> starring Will Smith. <laughs> oh, did my story yeah. about me once playing a little zombie girl, did that inspire Casey at all? Uh, yeah, she'll, she'll take a, a G6 of inspiration from that. Sure. Some bardic inspiration. <laughs> She's my, like, thank you, Patricia, of, of my rambling Of my ramblings about being a child actor. She, As you walk down, she's like, man, she's had a really storied career. Thank you. <laughs> she looks, storied she, is correct. I, I assume she looks, I assume she thinks that to herself, but I look back and I say, thank She you. looks at you as you walk down and she does that face that from that gif with um, Zach Galifianakis where he's like the guy in the tunic and he goes, and like smiles and nods at him. She does that, that, is, that to you as you that walk down. That is downstairs. not Zach Galifianakis, but I understand what you're saying. I yeah, swear that is Zach Galif- Galifianakis. It's not no, Zach that is, I think that's the guy from Guy on a Buffalo. That is, uh, uh, doing that little like nod to himself. Yep, it's oh, not shit. Zach Galifianakis for sure, but same beard. It's Zach. Yeah, Galina- say- it's actually Zach Galifianakis's beard. Yeah. <laughs> this that guy is definitely it's that's Zach Galifianakis, isn't zero, it? Zero zero percent Zach Galifianakis. Oh, I just found the article revealed the truth that it is not Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fucking it doesn't, idiot. Like his face doesn't really look like it. It's just there. <laughs> No. Right, you know what? I don't want to fuck the hair and beard. Also, combo. this was like, filmed in like the. Be. It was. Yeah, this is like clearly old. Like yeah, it's got to be from like 1980. Yeah. Apparently, it's Robert Redford. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it just says that it is Robert Redford. I am literally on an article for it right now. <coughs> Shut the fuck up. Listeners, it, why don't you decide who this is? It says we'll Naughty it. Mean Guy is Robert Redford, not Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> oh my god, I do see it. I what I don't understand is other people other than your dumbass thought it was Zach Galifianakis. Okay, I don't get shit, it. Bird one. Let me fucking go right here. It was while I was watching Between Two Ferns that I saw this meme a lot. And it yeah, looks okay. a lot like Zach Galifianakis. You had, you had Zach on the brain. I get it. I'm sorry for calling you a dumbass. Oh, you're dead to me. So let's move all, on. Is every, are we all good? Is everybody good? I no. forgot what we were talking about. We're all good. All right. Uh, you're positioning oh. the you fucking solar oh, yeah. panel. <laughs> you gave inspiration, and yes, you you have knowledge from being an iRobot. Okay, thank you for that very flippant. <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess I I start to I look up in the sky and I see where the sun is. I guess. Is it a what kind of weather are we looking at like today? Like what? Uh, I mean, it's been like partially cloudy with little like bits of sunlight coming through. But the chance of meatballs. The, the system itself uh, kind of recognizes the optimal location, but it needs to be manually readjusted. Okay. So it's just the automatic system is down, so you have to manually readjust the solar panels. Okay, I start to do that. So the moment you start adjusting, you press the little remote and the solar panels kind of creak to life and make a loud, loud, loud sound of as you start to turn them. And as they start to crank and move, uh, that sound, you hear like a loud, like eerie squawking in the distance. What does it sound like? like? It's like a Coming cut from out, the distance. Cut out a little bit. Could you do that again? Which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Sure. Oh. One more time. Yeah. How's that? Kind of okay. cut out, but yeah, we'll take it. Cut out a little yeah, bit, I but I got the gist. gist of it. You know what? I'm guessing Reaper got it, so we're good. 
so you hear that in the distance, and Casey says, "Yeah, that Faith girl was right about the fucking uh, zombie vultures." And uh, you hear a rifle get as she prepares to fire. So we are going to enter initiative on your system. Um, you're going to have to do an Arcana check. You'll do so with advantage since it is already telling you where it needs to be set to. But you will need to beat for the first one. You'll have to beat an Arcana check of ten. But we'll do initiative to see you know where the birds go and where you are. Cool. I will say I have a plus zero to Arcana. Excellent. Uh, uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just rolling for initiative right now. Yep. Fifteen. Ooh, plus. Okay. Uh, what am I adding to initiative? Uh, dexterity plus two. So 17. I'm sorry. Okay. Casey got a 21. So she'll be going first. Nice. Uh, in the, the vultures got a seven. How many vultures are there? So currently there are six vultures. Sick. So you, uh, start to operate this machinery you hear these vultures like from the distance are squawking and screeching and horrible sounds casey pulls her rifle out they're still outside of like attacking distance for against casey so she's going to take a shot at one of them uh she got a seven unfortunately that misses which is shocking but oh she's gonna use her bardic inspiration nice and she hits it got she got a three which gives her a 10 which meets their armor class um, nice. They are not very strong. Nice. Uh, she is using a rifle, so but this gives her a headshot, which means that she deals 66. So I'm going to do that on here. How, does she auto headshot with a sniper? No, you need a 10 to headshot with a sniper. Uh, is that your rules, or is it just a... Okay. I like these uh, rules. Hold on. I think I did it wrong. 60-12 is what she's supposed to roll. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to double that. She does 52 damage. Um, so she obliterates one of the vultures and I'll say that we'll do cleave rules. There was one right behind it and she takes out another. So two of the vultures are down, but while there are only seven vultures approaching, she does see like more on the horizon, like rising up in the distance. And she's like, uh, Patricia, as fast as you can get this done, that'd be great. That'd be really great. And she's just like, yes, right away. And like, uh, uh, like, and she uh, loads another bullet. Uh, So she spends a bonus action to reload. Uh, Patricia, it is your turn. Um, I mean, what do I, I I mean, am I rolling initiative or am I rolling against the, so you're just going to roll an arcana check. Oh yeah, that's right. You told me arcana. So you're going to use your action to roll arcana. And then if you fail, you can use a, you can do it again, but you won't be able to move that turn. It's a main negative that you'll impact. Okay, so do I? I don't know what my DC is or my save is, so I'm just gonna one d twenty. Yikes! Okay, so you could roll again. It's currently you failed. Uh, I, I I will roll again. I I rolled a seven initially, rolling again. Fucking four. I thought you were rolling with advantage. What happened to that? Oh, you do have advantage. So why don't okay, you so that's my roll. first roll. That's so my first, first roll. roll. <laughs> Yikes! Oh my! Oh, Harrison, this is broken. No, do it, do it I rolled you, I, no, for my second roll. I this rolled. So first roll seven, uh, advantage. I had a four, so still a seven. Uh, second roll a four. Rolling again for the second time. Here comes the seven. A nine. Oh, good, a nine. Yikes! Bikes! Like, what is this game, yo? 
yeah. yeah. I mean, you have some dice available, I think. Just you probably, yeah, get I, off. I'll, I'll just roll dice from here on out. Okay. Mm. Uh, so you hammer on these controls, but they just don't respond to you. You just get a bunch of... <laughs> and Casey hears the sound from this, and she's like, Patricia, that doesn't sound great. Not sure what's going on. And you just hear a lot of... Bum, 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 it, bum. Al- it always works on the screen. And then she's just like going back and forth like... <laughs> Okay, so the vultures are just moving into position. So they have now reached, like, ranged position because they can vomit up this acid, but they cannot do anything on their turn. So Casey's going to take another shot. Uh, she got a 14, which hits. So, and it's a headshot because of my rules. So she's going to fire again. Uh, Casey is quickly running out of ammo, though. She doesn't, she can't really do this forever. So she may switch to her pistol soon. Uh, she takes down another two vultures with that shot. She fires, and two of them are near each other, and they get blown out of the sky. And she's like, Patricia, I've got a few left up here, but there's more on the way. I, I, I really need you to, you know, get this moving. It's your turn, Patricia. Uh, okay, here we go. This this is the one. I've got it, Casey. This is the one. Uh, okay, first roll. Uh, 16. 16. Perfect. Do I need to roll again just in case it's a nat 20? Uh, you can. It is another 16, so we'll take the 16. Okay, 16, and you still have your movement, so you now can run to the next panel. So as you uh, operate the buttons on this machine, you turn it, and suddenly it turns green, and it goes like, and it's like perfectly aligned, and you can run to the next machine. Casey, I I think I've got the hang of this. And I'm going to roll again. Uh, It's an 11. I'm going to roll with advantage, just in case. Uh, 13. Oh, you can't roll again on this one. You were only able to run. Oh, okay. Just kidding. We'll yeah, disregard. Just the fact that you didn't have to roll again was that you... Uh, I see, I see, I see. You I were able you, to you. run. Yeah, you yeah, saved yeah. your movement. Okay. So you are at the next station. You sprint to the next station, but during that takes up your full movement. I'm having you to like, knock the dust off of it or something. Yeah, Moves, you're turning it on. You're like getting the power going. Removing so, some bird's nests. Uh, the vultures are going to dive bomb at Casey. Uh, a two misses... There are three vultures, a 17 hits, and a 12 misses. So one vulture hits Casey. Um, She is going to lose one AC, bringing her AC down to 16, because I think she's just lost AC so far. And she she is also going to take a little bit of damage. She takes seven damage as a vulture claws at her. She's like, fuck! She's like, uh, Patricia, they're getting a, it's getting a little hairy up here. I'm working on it. Uh, so Casey, just for your knowledge, is down to 41 HP. Um, <laughs> She'll be fine. She's okay. <laughs> um, but she's probably going to switch to her pistol to conserve ammo. So Casey's turn is going to go next. She's going to like just do a physical attack to as a bonus action to shove these things away from her a little bit. Uh, she fails at that, so the one that is clawing at her is still just like in her space, but she's going to take a shot at the uh, ones that missed. She got a 13 with her pistol, which is not a headshot, so she's only going to do 1d12 damage. But they're too close for her to effectively use a rifle. Four damage. So she clips a wing of one of them, but it's still able to stay in the air. 
Ugh. So there are three vultures actively attacking her. I'll say that there are five vultures about two turns out. Okay. Okay. Uh, Patricia, it's your turn. Okay. Rolling on this one. Uh, that's a 10. Uh, that is not going to do it for this one. Okay. I'm going to roll with advantage then because I didn't mm-hmm. do that and I forgot to. Ooh, that's a three. So definitely didn't get this one. I'm going to roll again just so because I'm not going to move this time. Seems like it's going to be a doubled up every time. Uh, 17. I'm going to roll with advantage just in case. And 17 it is. Okay, 17. So you operate this one. It is a little bit more complicated than the last one, but you're able to get it lined up. And it goes boop, boop, wow, as you successfully line up this one. There are only two to go as Casey is still fighting off these vultures. So still three vultures oh. making attacks. One's going to do so with disadvantage since it's wounded. How, um, fa- how far away am I from Casey? You're just 20 feet below her. Okay. Uh, so one got a 19. Uh, so one's going to hit. Uh, one got a nat 20. Fuck. Oh. And then another 19. She gets hit by... Oh, wait, they have disadvantage. Okay, the third one misses. But she's going to get hit three times. So Casey's AC drops down to 13. And she's going to take uh, a bit of damage. Uh, 13 damage. She's at 28 She's at 28 HP, and her AC is down to 13. And she's like, Patricia, they are really tearing me up out here. Okay. Oh, so that means if they roll a 13 or higher, then they're going to hit they her. They will yeah. hit her, yeah. Uh, it gets easier to hit as your uh, AC goes down. That's how, I forgot. That's how ACs work, huh? So Casey's going to use her bonus action again to punch it away. She succeeds this time and <laughs> is able to batter all the birds away. So she's going to roll with advantage for her next shot. Oopsie. Okay, and she got a nat 20, so that's very good. Oh, my God. Uh, so she is going to deal 6d12 damage with her pistol. 25 damage. So the weakened zombie, uh, the weakened vulture, gets shot down, and she also kills another one. So in this meantime, we're going to cut over. Uh, so as she goes to reload her pistol, we're going to cut over back to uh, Smythe and Yancey. Right. So, Smythe, you're on the <laughs> precipice of leaping into this water where you may have seen something swimming through. Yep. Um, as Casey and Patricia fight against vultures in the sky, you are on your way in the basement um, trying to get into the maintenance room. <clears throat> uh, can I ready so, my crowbar and in one hand and my gun in the other hand? Yes, you can. All right. uh, Yancey is shining the light in that direction to give you a little bit of visual. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to... Roll a check. Okay. Um, and are you going to hop in? Yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm going to jump towards the door and try and make it as far as I can over. Okay, roll me an athletics check. Okay. I feel like I have something going on with athletics. Ooh, a plus five to athletics. That's, I watch a, I roll a crit fail. Oh, I got 18 plus five, 23. All right, 23. So you leap deftly over to that doorway um and you land right in front of it uh the moment you like hit the water though give me a perception check 14 10 plus 4 okay so you get some kind of like internal recognition that there is something in this water but you have some time i'll say you have two turns to like 
force the door open, but it's going to be a difficult, a strength check of 15. Okay. So you have to succeed on a strength check of 15 to get the door open. That's just straight strength, right? Yep. Okay. So just roll straight strength. All right. Do I do my first check now? Yep. Okay. Go for it. Okay. 13 plus five plus three. So 16. Okay. Plus three. So you right away land, and the moment you grab that handle, you crank it open. Water rushes into the maintenance room because it had not been flooded yet. Uh, and you get sucked in a little bit, too. And Yancey's like, shit, you okay, Smythe? Smythe, you all right? And uh, Yancey's flashing the light through the water, like looking around. And he's like, uh, best chance is to slam that door shut while you're in there, man. I don't want anything slipping in behind yeah, you. Yeah, right. Can I, all right, I'll try. Is there something I'm going to have to contest against the force of the water? Uh, I'll say just because you successfully did it on your first try, you're able to shut the door. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so you enter this maintenance room. Uh, it's a maintenance break room. There are desks. You know, there's uh, tables all over. There's a vending machine that has long since, you know, petered out of power. Um, the room is dark, but uh, because of Yancey's light coming through, like, the crack in the door, you can see a little bit. You probably should have gotten Yancey's flashlight from him. But um, I'll say that your pack probably also would have a flashlight in it, too. That seems like a general thing to have. So you're able to crack on a little Everyone bit of a flashlight. Everyone has a flashlight. We had dark areas. <laughs> I'm like, roll for whether I have a flashlight in my pack for earlier when there was a very dark area. Yancey. <laughs> Now you got one. We you got a glow stick. We all have, I'll we say you got a glow stick. I have torches already so you in crack my your... like, character description, so that counts, right? Yeah, we'll say they're glow sticks instead. So you crack a glow stick, and uh, you can see in the uh, green luminescent glow um, kind of you know just general posters about like health and safety and wellness and all this basic stuff. Uh, there's some cabinets. There's a coffee pot. But you see hooked up on top of the fridge that was in the break room excuse me, is um is a walkie-talkie, like, lock-in base. Like a you know, where you charging like, station. Charge walkie-talkies, yeah. and there's two sitting there. Yeah, a charging station. And there's two, like, industrial walkie-talkies sitting there. Cool. All right, well, I would like to grab both of them if I can. All right, um, you do so. Great. I was going to do an investigation check to see if I saw anything else, but does something stop me yep. from doing that? No, you can do so. All right. Ooh, a two plus zero. So I temporarily blinded? No. Uh, well, so you flash your, like, glow, you pass your glow stick over some stuff, but already the water is, like, flooding the vending machine that maybe would have had anything, and you're like, it's probably all disgusting anyway. So you instead grab the walkie-talkies, but as you go to uh, leave through the door, you something slams against it. Ooh. And Yancey says... What the hell was that sound? Smite, you hear muffled through the wall. Smite, that you making that sound? You punching things? Does it slam on? Was it on my side or the? It's on the outside. And he's uh, Yancey's out there flashing his light all around, but it's very murky water. <laughs> okay, um, oh, black water, keep on. There's a big crocodile in this water. Um, is there any <laughs> way I can climb up on a desk and access some sort of like? What's the ceiling like? Is it like a this little styrofoam it's stone. tile? Oh, but there is a table you can stand on. I don't want to stand on a table for no reason. This isn't, oh, captain, my captain. Um, can I 
there's only this door to get in and out. I will say that there is like an air vent system. So there's a ventilation system running through the like roof of the sub basement. My narrow so you enough could, like, to fit through it. Um, I would make you do like an acrobatics check to see if you can kind of contort yourself into it. But first you'd have to like wrench down the ventilation All system. Right. Well, I'm going to slide the de- the little table over to wherever the ventilation system is and do my acrobatics check. Or uh, put, wrench it open with my core. Uh, do Just do me like a athletics uh, athletics check first to like rip down the vent. Uh, nine plus five, so a 14. Uh, okay, that's good enough. It's Sweet. degraded over time. And I'm pretty freaking strong. Huh? All right, we'll say your acrobatics check is a 15 as well to kind of like fit in this thing. All right, cool. Oh, I got 14 that time. So, hips too wide. I shouldn't have had that last note. Yeah, you're a little bit too bulky of a man. You're too thick. <laughs> That's the first time anyone's thick. ever called me bulky. Thick with three C's. Thanks. I call it. You're, Thanks, you're Marina. Boy. Um, all right, well. So, unfortunately, you're not I'm quite able to fit. I would like through. to hold the desk or push the desk over towards the door so I can open the door but also be on the desk. Okay. It looks like it's the only way I'm getting out of uh, here. How are you going to open the door? Like forcefully, or are you just going to like slide it open? I'm assuming that the force of the water on the outside will push it open like it did before. Okay, so you shove the door open. I just release the handle of the latch and hope that it swings open. So it swings open. Give me a, a dexterity check with a, a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Let me do this dex one of my savings. All right, so uh, 13 plus 2, 15 with advantage, and then a 12 plus 2, 14, so 15. Okay, so a 15. You like are able to slip your feet back as a crocodile's or an alligator's mouth like clamps down on the desk, because thankfully you put the desk there before opening it. Uh, the dead eyes of this alligator, as it m- crunches down on the desk, and you are now you know above it looking down on this alligator. That has come into your room. I'll give you a surprise round on it, and then we'll roll advantage, but we'll see how you do on your surprise round. And Yancey says, oh, fuck, there's an alligator in here! Smythe! Oh, no. Um, I think back to all my times watching the Crocodile Hunter. Um, Crocodile's on date. Yep. Can I... Yeah. Can I jump... No, shh. I'd like to attempt to stab at it from the um, table with my crowbar. Okay. I'll give you advantage on the attack. All right. A 19 plus 5, 24. Holy shit. Yeah, you definitely hit. All right. And I don't have another dice. So my damage for that is a D8. 6 for that on the Okay, so you stab down and cut into this uh, alligator's head. Um, this like black oozy blood comes out as it, you know, it is like grappled to this table because it, that's how alligators work. Um, and we'll roll initiative real quick. All right. So Yancey got a 15. Uh, I got a nine, seven plus two. Okay. And the crocodile or the alligator got a, the crocodile. Okay, so before, as Yancey, like, pulls his pistol to go to shoot at this thing, we're going to swap over to Marina, Faith, and Jeremy. So, Marina, Faith, and Jeremy, you two are adventuring. Yep, I'm army crawling. As you are sneaking your way along 
towards the bar. Faith grabs your arm and pulls you down behind an overgrown hedge. And she says, do y'all hear something? And suddenly Faith freezes. And the world around you and Marina is suddenly washed in grayscale. And like Faith suddenly becomes like washed out. The color fades from her face. And you've, you and Marina, Jeremy, both feel like you're suddenly underwater. And you recognize this kind of as a feeling, a little bit of similar energy that you felt when uh, you got sucked into the portal the first time with Dr. Langmore. And you find it difficult to even draw breath currently. And uh, as far as, like, you two feel like you're moving in slow motion, but Faith is completely frozen. But like as she, stoppers. what's that? It's like clock stoppers. Yeah. So Faith pulled you down as you were walking past this hedge because she thought she heard something ahead of you, and that's all you know currently. But Other right now you guys are in this weird slow motion kind of something's happened. What is happening? I don't. No, maybe we're going back? I am sure I'm dead. I'm starting to believe you. Uh, can we see, like... Uh, can we see, like, can we see, like, anything happening in the room? Like, is every is the rest of the room frozen? Yes. So when so, you look back from where you had come before you were walking past his hedge, you see that everything beyond you, behind you is frozen in place. Like there was a small like water fixture that you walked by that was still like leaking water and you see the water droplets are frozen in, in the sky. Like they're not moving. So like maybe we have superpowers now and we can just like kill all these zombies in this room because we're going in slow motion because it's But you stoppers. also both are finding it difficult to breathe and move. Even okay. speaking seems like an exhausting element. This is like a horror movie. Like a horror movie dream. But nothing's moving. So we, but we are able to breathe. We're not dying, right? Yeah, you're just struggling to. I mean, we may be dead to Marina's point, but we're struggling. Okay, so can I keep... Can I try to continue towards the bar? and it, Or maybe like see what Faith was hearing or talking about? Sure. So as you look around the hedge, you spot like far off, not easily seen, but like far off, maybe like a hundred feet away. You see a person while normally around them, you see these like zombies with these, you know, decaying flesh. But this person is in like a black suit and they aren't moving in slow motion. They're moving in normal time. And they have this weird looking armor something you've never seen before they're wearing like this thick black plated armor with like digital readouts running across it the woman has a large what looks like an assault rifle hanging at her side and she's uh just like pacing in this like open courtyard and uh she's pacing in an open courtyard surrounded by zombies yeah but but they're they're all frozen. frozen right excuse me can you help us? Uh, you see that while you're trying to say this, you see that she puts a finger up to her helmet and starts speaking. 
Uh, you guys say? can do a perception check to try and understand her conversation. Oh, I'm gonna do one. 18. Uh, I'm not beating that. 13. Okay, so uh, Jeremy, you interpret some of what she says. Marina, it's, you're, you were still like crouched down while Jeremy stood up, so you don't pick it up. I'm very sure. But Jeremy, you hear this woman through like a speaker. It's, you know, kind of through like a... And she says... The quantum spike must have been a fluke. That newbie got it wrong. And then you hear, like, quiet, and she says, Keep searching. We need to find the object of power. And then the woman spins on her heels, presses a button on what looks like a fancy, like, car key dongle that you would have recognized from your world, and suddenly a black and red vortex opens up. Unlike your blue and, like, purple vortex that you're used to, and green and purple and the colors you saw, hers is, like, a dark black and red vortex that opens up and she walks through just like as casually as someone would walk through like a automatic door. And suddenly the gates snaps shut and the world resumes back to normal. And uh, Faith is like, y'all okay? You guys look like death. And I mean, that's saying something. We're surrounded by zombies. We just had a moment and I just look at Marina and maybe knowingly, we just like, maybe we just don't deal with that right now. Mm, yes. And maybe she looks this and she's like, I swear I hold, heard someone talking, but I guess it was just my imagination. You know, being in this place for so long, I, you just go a little crazy, I guess. So <laughs> I'm I sure know. you are a little crazy. And uh, uh, she will carry back over to Casey and Patricia. Patricia. So, Patricia. I believe it is my role. I believe no. it is your role. Yes. Excellent. Okay. So, uh, I guess I need to mo- use my movement to go to the third solar panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look back at Casey. She still seems to be doing not great, but she's not loving this. Ba 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 ba. She's not loving this. Okay. So I'm just gonna roll a nat twenty on this very first roll, and then I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. It's an easy game. That is a three. Is oh, with advantage. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ooh, that's a nine. It's dice are broken. It. You should switch back to the dice spot. Uh, no, that's okay, Andrew. I'm not going to use the dice spot. I'm going to use these dice because I believe in them. And okay, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, the second roll was a 17 for my first one. And four for the second roll, so we'll take the 17. The 17 do- does it. You expertly now switch this thing in. <laughs> well, And now that you've done three of them, I will say that you will have double advantage on your final one. because you Get have, out of here. No, we don't need all that. No, you've done successfully three of these things. So you, you have an idea of how this system works. Yes, so okay. You well, finish that one, but unfortunately it takes up your full time, so you're not able to move <laughs> to the next one. Uh, Casey again is going to get attacked by... Now there is only one vulture, but uh, five of them are about to arrive. Yeah. So next yeah, turn, not... she will be attacked by five. She does get hit by this one again, bringing her nice. AC down to 12. Um, nice. And she is going to take seven more damage from this one. So Casey's at 21, 21. HP. Um, oh, that's not looking good for Casey. Yeah, Casey's though. getting uh, beat up by this. Uh, so the vultures would... are done. Casey's going to take a shot at this last vulture that's up close. She's going to try and punch it out of the way. She gets a 22 to punch it. And now she gets a 
headshot again, doing 3d12 damage. Okay, you're saying she's punching it. Is she punching it with the bullets of her gun? Like, what do you mean? So she is shoving it away so that she doesn't get disadvantaged for it being so up in her face. I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, She got a 24. She blows this one out of the air, clips the wing of another one that's a little bit away from her, and uh, she's like... Patricia, Patty, any any chance that you could finish this up real quick? That'd be really great. We should really get the fuck out of here. It's Patricia, and I'm working on it. And she reloads her pistol and pulls out her rifle because now they are still within rifle range. And she's like, I'm going to do what I can, but I'm very low on ammo. Uh, okay. It is your turn, go. Patricia. Okay, so I'm going to use my movement to get to that fourth one. Uh, so it... Is it I ha- I can shoot or I can do the the um, solar panel? Like, yes. what is my? You could lean out from where these control panels are and take a shot if you wanted to, but you won't be able to do the control panel. Okay. Huh? Uh? Fifteen on the fifteen on the dice spot. All right, we'll take the fifteen on the dice spot. Do I roll oh. with the double advantage on the dice spot? I mean, the fifteen's good enough, so you don't really have to. Like, what Perfect. if I get a nat twenty though? Uh, yeah, go, go. We'll use a 15. Okay, so you got a 15. Um, 15, you finally operate the last one into place. Um, and it locks in. And it says, uh, you do see on the readout that only one battery out of the 12 original solar batteries is functional. And it says, uh, primary battery filling. And then it says success. So you are able to, you're, you have used your movement though to run to this one this turn in your action. So you can't move this turn, but you will be able to run down and get out uh, of here. Could I, I tell? I mean, never mind. You're fine. You can do what you want. You so can I was going to suggest. I was going to suggest that Casey go like start making her way back inside. And Casey yeah. says, "But you're not here yet." I mean, use <laughs> talking D and D mechanics. I say like, uh, use your movement to get back closer to the door. Turn around and shoot. And she's like, "I'm next to the hatch. I'm, I'll 20. take a shot." And she's like, "But then I'm I, you telling me to slide down the ladder?" <sighs> I mean, just kidding. No, 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 no. Uh, well, uh, disregard. Do what you're gonna do, Casey. All right, then. In that case, I'm gonna keep firing until you get your ass in here because I'm not leaving you out here behind. You know? It's okay. I'm only 20 feet away, I think. Uh, yeah, you're 20 feet away. I, well, I've, I'm probably further away since everything was 20 feet apart. I'm moving further and further away. No, because it's like a pyramid, so you're just going to each face of the pyramid. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's how pyramids work. So she's going to take a shot with her rifle. She got a nat 20. Holy Jesus. Okay, well, Casey's about I... to kill everything. Wow, so... where's that? where's that dice? It's uh, actually Devin's Dice. Wow. Yeah, it's the one that you ordered from Kraken Dice. The New Year one. It's very good. Uh, so she's going to deal 12d12 damage. She deals 66 damage and shoots three of these vultures out of the air. They were just lined up perfect, and she takes a shot and kills <laughs> three of them instantly. So yeah, they're vultures. Are, they're, they're very known for their single Two more stupid-ass vultures. The... Uh, so she takes those ones out. Two more vultures are flying at her. They're going to make their attacks. Um, miss. In it. Yep, that's what I'm trying to... Uh, so she hits. One gets a hit on her, so her AC is down to 11, and she takes uh, 6 damage, bringing her down to 15 HP. And she's like, any minute now, Patricia! 
and it's your turn. Okay. I run towards the hole. Uh, the, and the as hatch. she sees you coming, she like slides down and you slide down with her and you crank it shut. And Excellent. Uh, being down in this area, you run over to that kitchen and you pull back the Margarita Town Margarita machine and you see that the light <laughs> is illuminated and you're able to access the panel. Okay. I slam in that zero, 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 zero. And you hear a, a comforting as it opens. But we're going to okay. switch back over as you guys reveal your access down. We're going to finish up with Smythe and Yancey real quick. So Smythe and Yancey, uh, you have stabbed this uh, alligator's head with your crowbar, Smythe. Um, it is your turn, or it's Yancey's turn, so he's going to take a shot at it. He's like, don't worry, man. I know I may look a little bit of a crack shot, but I swear I'm going to take that thing down pot. and uh, mount it on my wall one day. Yeah, oh, wait, fuck. a crack shot is good. A crap shot is bad. Oh, well, a maybe a crap shot was the right thing. He got a two. Oh, no. Thankfully, it wasn't a critical fail. It still hits. Uh, and a shotgun deals 3d8 damage. So actually, with that shot, the, the alligators aren't very strong. There's just a few of them. Uh, but you've only run into one currently. So he gets a 18 damage and actually blows the side of it out. And it its eyes like close as well as they can. And it floats away with like the current of water that's been fluctuated by you guys opening that door. So it's dead. And he's like, get your ass back here, man. You got a radio? Come on, let's let's get in contact with the others. And he holds an arm out and he reaches for you. All right. Uh, do I see any more in the water? Um, the water's moving kind of all over the place. So you could do a perception check, but it will be difficult to tell if anything's can, coming. Can I... But I'll give you advantage with your athletic checks to jump back up because Yancey's reaching out an arm to help uh, you. Okay. If I jumped, could I make it to him? Then I wouldn't like land in the water. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out, right? Uh, correct. Yep. Right, athletic. I got a 5 plus – or 7 plus 5, so a 12. And a 19 plus 5, so a 24. All right. With the 24, he, you guys do a full-on predator handshake. As he grabs your arm and he drags you back up to the platform, uh, you hand him the radio and he's like, let's, uh, let's let our friends know that we're okay. And he flips through the channels to the appropriate one. And he crackles and he's like, hey, y'all, this is Yancey. You probably thought we were dead, huh? And uh, Jeremy, Marina, and Casey, and Patricia, you hear his voice come through. And you're all on the right track to meeting back up. And that's where we're going to end our session today. That was a creamy sesh today. Uh, nope. Don't watch that. Which part of it was? You've heard the tale, and now who knows where next our hero's path will go come next week. And you'll know. With Devin Redford, Zachary Blaylaw, there's Adam Dunn and Andrew Forsyth too. That's me. Harrison Redford, he's the DM. See y'all next week and don't forget to like, subscribe, review, review, review. Quantum Dungeon.